0: What is going on Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to be ambitious, how to go after your goals, but at the same time, not be so ambitious to the point where you're sacrificing things that you look back in retrospect and you're thinking, man, why'd I have to give that stuff up? Like, I should have been not just focused on my ambitions, but all these other important parts of my life, like family, Uh, self-care, and all these different facets. So we're going to talk about being ambitious, but being able to have health and happiness and relationships in your life as well. So our guest who joins us today, she is an empowering speaker and author who lives fully with multiple sclerosis. And as a recovering alpha female, our guest inspires grace in women through her books, speaking events, workshops, and retreats. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Lindy Lewis. Lindy, oh, welcome.
1: <laughs> that is an awesome intro. Thank you, Mark. It's so good to see you or to be here for your audience and to to discuss this crazy topic of ambition and uh, the alpha, really.
0: Lindy, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I do think this is a topic a lot of people grapple with because you've got people who they want to boost their income. They want to write the book. They want to do all the outreach. They want to do that launch, all of these different things. But then you've got guilt that some people can have where this ambition is taking them away from the other parts of their life. So I think at first. We have to get clear on what's important to us outside of our ambitions. And I think a lot of people have a vague idea, but how do we get more crystal clear on what are these important areas of our life outside of our ambitions so we don't have an it's too late type of moment?
1: You know, Mark, one of, I love all of that because one of the, my favorite quotes, of course, I am a type A. I have had... I have been to the top of the corporate ladder. I have had great success. I have loved it, but the body cannot sustain itself in that at that pace. Um, we're constantly giving and we're constantly out. We're looking for that external validation and achievements and those accolades, and and the body breaks. I mean, hence in my body, the, the multiple sclerosis. Your relationships can be incredibly taxed, in my case, a divorce. Uh, And then also your parenting skills are really compromised. You are never present with your kids.
0: And I'm wondering for people who maybe they don't, they're not thinking about that stuff right now, because I feel like ambition is something that it's a good driver, but at the same time, some people have a narrow focus How do we not have that narrow focus and be able to focus on some of those important parts of life?
1: Well, uh, the first of all, you you really—I mean—that's the human condition. That is not only just being alpha; that is part of being just a human. So I think so much of what I try to inspire and um, empower—I talk about the alpha female—but it's really it's it's great work for anybody who is that go-getter, that superstar out out all of the time is you've got to really create these moments of incubation and restorative work uh and that is the 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 irony and the sort of counterintuitive aspect of 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 the ambition and the drive in that that go 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 is that when you do soften and settle and take Quiet moments, which is kind of we resist that because we don't think we're doing anything. But when we're able to create that time, our authentic selves come forward, we actually can, that's when the, the final code to the puzzle might be put together. That that, oh, I should contact this person. Like that is where, that's where the books for me have been written. So it's in that quiet place. It's not like running around and, and doing everything the, the books have been written in quiet when I am in that decompressive state. And, and again, I really, I advocate for people to take this restorative time because I love, love, love that ambitious out, um, alpha personality. Like she's the one who wrote the book. She's showing up here for you today, even on a kind of a quieter day, uh, in Idaho, but she's the one who is like, if you can honor her, get her to ramp up when, when she's called on that, that fight or flight, we can tap, tap into it, but then we can pull back and do some restoration. Honestly, that's where, uh, that's where the magic happens.
0: And I mean, it's in those quiet moments where you're able to do a lot more reflecting and there is a value in slowing down and not being on this hamster wheel all the time. But There is an issue with people who are ambitious where you feel like you can never get off of that hamster wheel or else you're going to miss deadlines, you're going to fall behind and all these bad things are going to happen. So how can ambitious people become more confident with taking a step off the hamster wheel thinking and reflecting for a little bit instead of feeling like they always have to be in go mode?
1: yeah go mode is so true it's again it's it's a it's a a bit of a quandary in the brain it because it does not make sense But you are more productive when you can give your body a tiny moment to reset. I I write about in uh, the first book, The Recovering Alpha Female, the um, Chuck the Checklist. So like the checklist where it's like ding, 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 ding. Okay, we love that. That's a dopamine drip. We can check it. We are being fed constantly. Our endorphins are clicking. But I say check that because you're so driven by it that you're missing the now. You're missing the little moments uh, of of wisdom or moments with your kid or moments in a relationship or with a friendship you're missing that magic and i i, I use magic it you know it it's really it's just that quality time and um it's it's re- it's really important to do because when you can offer that to yourself you're going to be able to have more momentum to continue with that ambition but you might be able to usher in the clarity that your little heart whispers are telling you that you're, you know, we've got this knowing so often, but oftentimes we don't want to know our knowing and you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to actually take a moment to sit with yourself. Mm-hmm. And the alpha is guilty of when we have that moment. I mean, you hit it on it in our first bit of our conversation, you talked about the guilt that comes along with um, slowing down and stopping and just taking a moment. And there is a lot of that guilt, but I'll tell you that the, the guilt is glue. It keeps you stuck in past behaviors and it keeps you stuck in old modalities modalities of thinking. And in my case, it kept me stuck with living with a disease. I didn't have any opportunity to update a story saying, gosh, you know, I wanna be one of those healthy people living with a serious illness in the body. So that's, I mean, I really encourage it for uh, the relationships. In, in in people because you get that quality time together you can enjoy those those nuances of each other but also i really because i think it's a, it's a health it's a huge health benefit we cannot operate in flight and fight or fight all the time we just can't our body's not cut out for that why do you, we have so much disease and illness on the planet
0: yeah i mean for athletes at the professional level they don't exercise every single day the fact that they take weeks off in the postseason uh, I mean, just when their season's over, because for some postseasons, actual, like, when the competition heats up. But the idea is that they take multiple weeks off in some instances because they need that time to recover. They yes. all know if you work 365 days, your body doesn't recover properly, your muscles aren't building to the best ability. So it is important to take those rests. Now, one thing with ambitious people is we have talked about the guilt factor before, But I feel like for a lot of people, they do 180s. So, on one day, they have the checklist, they're checking it the entire day. The next day, they chuck the checklist, they spend time with family, but then they don't have their business or they're not like doing the launch or the stuff they want to do for themselves from, again, from the ambition standpoint. And then they're feeling guilty about that. So, how do we find this happy ground between? chucking the checklist where we're not doing any work and having a checklist that takes up the entire day?
1: I love it. That's a great question because uh, in book two, because I did, I chucked it and I just ran from, I thought I got to get healthy. But then I started to weave in this, uh, the, in the second book, I write about choosing the checklist. And I said, so you write that checklist, you've got everything on it, but you make darn sure that you weave things in that feed your spirit, that feed your health they uh again we make healthier decisions when we can hit pause and we can embrace that powerful Uh, restoration that a pause can bring so you weave things in like a hot bath and having an essential oil on your desk doing a tiny cat cow at the desk sitting up nice and tall and thinking about you know that beautiful spine that operates our entire system you know how do we continue to just take a moment take three deep breaths so you just weave in a few of the they don't cost anything these are things these are tools we have to access at all times in our body and, uh, and, and if we can take a few of those moments, we, you know, again, we, we, it's a counterintuitive. So we have to sort of trick our brain. We give our brain something to do. That's why you add the, you weave in these little magic moments on the, on the checklist. You put in res- things that will feed your spirit or help you get healthy. And it might even be just take a pause, drink some water and wonder where the water came from. Like take a minute to just round yourself. And I think that's the thing you know, these ambitions, the ambition of the world, the state of, you know, the frenetic energetic, I talk about a lot in the books, Um, we don't have any grounding, we're not coming from this, this place of real density, it's a very a place of just out and up and, and fast and furious, rather than this place of like solid, you know, I got this no matter what comes our way.
0: And I really love the idea of having a checklist that fits both of your life categories where we are talking about the ambition, but we're talking about the little things like doing the cat cow. I mean, that's stuff that it's self care, something that a lot of people don't think about. And you shouldn't feel guilty about doing self care about because if you don't care for yourself, how can you fully care for others? A hundred percent. So I definitely feel it's like the you, oxygen
1: mask, you know, yeah, the your oxygen, oxygen mask in. example. I mean, it is, it's, it's, you got to put it on to yourself because then you're stronger for those around you and you're a better leader. You are a hundred percent, a better leader. You're a better partner in a relationship, whatever that relationship is, because you can hold space for them to have their moments. Like you're more grounded. They don't spin you out every time they, they maybe look at you with a funny look or whatever. And it might not mean anything. It might be that they're, they've got something going on at work that they need to make a call and, and yet you can take it wrong. But if you're grounded, you're just like, Oh, what's going on. I'll just, I'll just be real hold, hold that space for somebody. I write about holding space. I love that concept where you just, where you're when you can ground yourself and you can come from this place of quiet, a little less, uh, more obs- observing, you know, come from this place of observation and reflection instead of that reactive place, then you, you really, you, you can pass that right on into all of the relationships. And especially as leaders, you can, you can pass it on as a boss. And that's what we need to, we have an opportunity right now to completely upgrade so many of the current systems, education, insurance, um, food, wellness, all of those things to have. So we need people making decisions from a grounded place, not a, a frenetic place. Like, well, let's hurry and do this and let's hurry and do this because that's that sort of, and again, I, that ADHD personality where we're just con- constantly like running to the next thing rather than making it and seeing something through sort of that slow and steady wins the race and, and being patient, just knowing that it will work out.
0: I mean, you definitely just have to have that confident mindset and it's easier to have that if you are putting your oxygen mask on first and then helping the people around you. Something we as ambitious people, we all have to do, Uh, even though it feels like we should be helping the other person. If you help yourself first, if you do the self-care, you are able to better show up for the people you want to help. And that is part of having the mentality where you are ambitious, but you are also going to at the same time be there for all the other areas of your life. Lindy has a bunch of books. We will be including those in the show notes if you want to explore these topics we've talked about even deeper. Uh, We will also have a link to Lindy's website as well. Are there any other resources you want us to put in the show notes as well so people could follow all the work you're doing?
1: Uh, you know, I talk about let your color out. That is all my social media is let your color out. And really, the as you start to adopt these ahas, and really the language that I use in the books is all about self-acceptance because that is so much of why we're constantly running. We're running from our thinking. Honestly, we're like constantly, frenetically out. And if you uh, are able to... Uh, you, um, Try some more of this grounding, it's such a freeing, you like liberating way to walk on the earth. You really don't care about the day in your life or what's you you're living in the moment and and this is, I said it just it makes you a more colorful person. You can start to celebrate your quirks and your quirks just become your colors and then you can live this really full spectrum creative, lovely life. so let your color out to the Instagram. And social media. And then I try to put something inspirational on or, you know, I'm building a greenhouse right now in my, that's something that's been feeding my spirit and planning a peony garden. So I've really gotten into gardening and earth based practices. But who knows, other people might have, they might want to be a pilot or bird watcher or who knows. But we, I, this, this practice, these books, these workshops I offer, try to get people connected to that so that it's overall long term health and longevity.
0: Guys, definitely make sure you follow Lindy on her social networks. You definitely want to be thinking about the big picture, long-term stuff. Lindy's social media content and her books will help you along that journey. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Breakthrough Success. And thank you, Lindy, for joining us here today.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much, Mark.